This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 496 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com, and joining me via Skype, kind of, via. Yeah, something. From Melbourne, once again from creativephotoworkshops.com.au, it is Mr. Glenn Lavender. How are you? I'm here to make the magic happen, Bruce. Thank God somebody is. <laughs> I'm not very good at magic, though, Bruce. <laughs> right. Oh, warning. Right, okay. <laughs> what was it you said last week? <laughs> Forewarned is forearmed or something. Forearmed is forewarned. Oh, I, yeah, I my forearms out of this. Yeah. I've only got two. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I can make a chocolate cake disappear. I can make a can of Coke disappear. <laughs> Not the can, just the Coke. Uh, well, so I just, just the contents <laughs> thereof. <laughs> they reappear in other forms. Yeah, I can, I can, right. I can, turn, a, I can turn a chocolate cake into a... Anyway. Oh, dear. Yeah, no, we were just discussing off-air, folks, for those who aren't in on our... Oh, Oh, hilarious joke there! Yep. Uh, that I think neither Bruce or I could, either of us could be fanged tonight. <laughs> I've got nothing. We've got bugger all to talk I about. I've got nothing. We've got bugger all to talk about. I've had two weeks from hell this week, <laughs> and right. um, I said, "But we'll make the magic happen." That's it. So here it That's is. That's it. Why have you had two weeks from hell this week? Oh, depression. Dude. Oh, okay. Mentally, just been real. It's been quite difficult. (laughs) Fair enough. Quite, quite difficult. Yeah, just, just, just struggled a bit. But I'll be, I'm okay. I'll be right. Yeah, I don't hear voices yet. Are you anywhere near to being able to run courses again? Well, we're closing down again, Bruce. Oh, really? State has reversed, was just about to open up to more um, yeah, ease of restrictions uh, Monday, and then now they're closing down, go back to December's uh, conditions. Why? Uh, we had a case. One? <laughs> yeah, so one in the entire country. This is so for those listening overseas. So, so Australia is <laughs> the size of the United States in, in mass. Yes. All right. We have a few cases in the country of COVID, uh, for, in case people don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> from um, overseas people, yeah, people coming in from overseas, and they're yeah. all in hotel, hotel quarantine. Yeah. But one of the hotel workers, even through all the PPE and everything and all the controls, caught it. Right. And it hasn't, uh, yeah, and they haven't, necessarily know if they're controlled and they think it might be the, the English strain, which is the really nasty one. Right. And there's even thoughts that could have gone all up to New, up into New South Wales, up to your state as well. Oh, and so rapidly, rapidly cha- and he has that for like five or six days going, I don't know, I don't know these people have some lives, I tell you. Yeah. If I if I was in a hotel and get this quarantine, they'd come and say, contract trace, where you been? Uh, lounge room? Bathroom? <laughs> uh, Kitchen repeats. Yeah, uh, these people have been twenty-seven different places a day. Yeah, they go to the stores, they go to cafes. Go, this is one person who's been to the he's been to the hardware store. He's gone. He's gone up the country for a drive. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> people have a life. It's it's you know it shouldn't be allowed. You should if you, you the only people who should be allowed to have jobs working in this people like myself who I haven't got an income and B haven't got a life. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll drive to work. I'll come in. I'll do my job. Then I'll just come home again. 
And that's it. I've been doing that for, uh, for a month, sir. A month? Well, I have to limit it. I've got to cut back. I don't yeah. understand. So, yes, a case of COVID. Right. And, and just say that, again, uh, our country is the size of the United States. And we have one as, local as, as in the upper in forty-eight. The, just, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we have one one case uh, in the entire country of locally transmitted coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, which is which is quite quite astounding when you think about it. You know. Yep. Yep. Now, speaking of disease, yeah, my sister said to me that day. So every year I get, and you probably know this, I get a really bad cold, and I cough <laughs> and stutter for weeks, weeks and yep. weeks and weeks. Yep. You know this. The edit the damn podcast. Yeah, <coughs> that's the cough. Not for, for not to, anyway. My sister said to me, she goes, "How have you gone with your health this 2020?" And I got to add, "You mean?" She goes, "You have bad cold you get every year. Did you have it this year?" I said, "No, I didn't." Yeah, said, all the staying in was and yep. not contacting other people. Yeah, I didn't get me nasty. Which I thought it was really um, who'd have thought? Very observant of her. Very observant of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I made the same comment to Kath, you know, uh, probably around about September, October. I said, you know what, I don't think I had a cold this winter. And she said, well, you know, this is what happens when when people are sick and they actually stay home and they actually wash their hands and they actually socially distance and stay away yeah. from people, then we reduce the ability for it to spread. <laughs> I was like, well, what do you know? <laughs> so... so Speaking of that, there's this big thing going on that um, uh, the virus doesn't travel, people uh, doesn't move, people move it. Right? That's it. But this this virus in, in in the Australian quarantine hotel, there's one room that had a family of five. They all had it. Right. And they said the virus was so strong. There was so much virus in that room that when they opened the door to bring the food in, it just floated out in the air, and that's how this guy caught it. Right. Just not from any contact, not just from simply the air that these people yep. are living in yep. got out into the air where other people are. Yeah. Which is quite amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's um, fascinating how, how the world works, you know? Yeah. And I was reading uh, comments by an epidemiologist today, and he was saying, you know, we're never going to get rid of this until all countries take an active role in really trying to clamp down on this. You know, it's the countries that have let it run rampant, like the UK and the US, that preventing it from ever getting under control because the more the virus has a chance to replicate, then the quicker it will mutate. And the quicker it mutates, the quicker it renders our vaccines useless. And so, you know, it, unless every country makes a concerted effort to really clamp down on it, then we're never going to be rid of it because it'll just keep mutating and the vaccine yeah. will become pointless. <laughs> it's like, oh, it'll good. change so much. Oh, it joy. happens, you know. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah. No. So anyway, what, what else have you been up to this week? Your week. Did you have a week? Well, I actually got the camera out this week. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What first we have to ask what prompted this? Rain. Oh yeah, we had a lot of rain. We've had a lot of rain this week. We we have had buckets of rain. It seriously, it started like I don't know, 
three weeks before Christmas and it hasn't stopped since. We've, we've had, you know, maybe one and a half weeks of really nice weather since, yeah, two yeah. weeks before Christmas. Uh, the rest of the time it's been raining. Uh, and, you know, we've been living here for 10 years or it'll be 10 years in April. And on the way from West Gosford up to the freeway, uh, which is the way I go to head to work every day, there is this little waterfall that it doesn't run all of the time. But when you've had a decent... You know what you need. What's that? You need a lot of rain. We know we do. Turns out we've had Sunday some. that can happen. Really? <laughs> so... We've had some too. Was it the same? Probably. Um, yeah, so, you know, when we get a decent downpour of rain, this little waterfall will generally run for maybe four or five days before it slows down to a trickle and then dries up again. And I've been saying to Kath for, oh, God knows how long, I really must go and shoot that waterfall one day just because it's there and I've never shot it, you know. So because it was running this week, I thought, okay, stuff it. I'm going to go and do it. So one night after dinner, I grabbed the camera and headed off down there and, yeah, took a 31-minute exposure, which was complete and utter overkill. 31 minutes? Yes. <laughs> 31 minutes? Yeah. Of a waterfall? Of a waterfall. Did you that do was... a one-minute test exposure first to see if it didn't look mm, any good? No, I did not. <laughs> Jesus okay, tip. Tip, tip the young photographers out there. You get to a scene. How long an exposure do you think I might need? I don't know. Let's start with one, go to two, then five, then ten, and work our way up from there. You don't go straight to 31. Why 31? Did you say go and go and order pizza or something? Sorry, I, I, I lie. I did, I did take a test shot before. Before I put the uh, before I put the six stop filter on there, hey, thirty one minute test shot. No, 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 no. So I did I did a test shot that was oh I don't know, round about a. I think what I did was I, you know, I chose my ISO, chose my aperture, looked at the uh, shutter speed that I was going to need, which was like one minute or two minutes or something. And then I threw a six stop filter on the front and then that blew it out to 31 minutes. And so I just looked at the stopwatch and went, yeah, okay, whatever. And so I did a 31 minute exposure. <laughs> you think you, you think you may have overdone it just a touch. Just a touch. More importantly, but the water flowed further and faster and longer in that 31 minutes. It did. <laughs> Could you see the difference, say, no. maybe from, say, I don't, no. a minute long exposure? No, probably none. <laughs> except except for maybe the increased <laughs> noise. <laughs> Which was why when I ended up posting it on social media, I made it black and white. <laughs> because the noise was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, made, you might not have made my day, but you made my whole week. And that's something. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, oh, my God, that's hilarious, Bruce. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, 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 Golden. <laughs> I don't know. Once I... generation, 
chance where this waterfall flows. <laughs> Let's see. I'd like to emulate what a no, a two thousand digital camera would look like doing this photograph. Yeah. So I'll make it really noisy, crappy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she should do a dark take on how not to shoot waterfall. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, noisy. Uh, Waterfall shot. Uh, That's a so, Yeah. One minute. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I was happy. I was just, you know, quite happy sitting there listening to the waterfall and uh, just waiting, but waiting. How many different angles you could have done in that 30? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so when I got there. Oh, it's taking too long. When when I got there, the um, yeah, it was uh, probably eight o'clock in the evening. Uh, so yeah. it was sort of you know the last you know maybe half hour of daylight. Uh, so by the time I finished shooting, it was pretty well black. It was dawn. Yeah, <laughs> just about. Oh, that's not just exposure done. Oh, damn, that's daylight. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, um, but it has, made, has made me think that I really should go and uh, and have another look at it during daylight hours because um, it looked like a nice little spot. Maybe a different filter and different settings. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you have to play that for so long, Bruce. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Use that time a bit more wisely. <laughs> yes. But I would say it was a it was a nice picture of a lovely little waterfall. Thank you. Uh, Brian, you all I saw was uh, thumbnail size on Facebook in black and white. Yeah. So um, I can't pick the daylights out of how bad it must look in real life. <laughs> uh, I took some photos this week. Yeah, what of? Uh, I took a photo of a bug that I had not seen before on a yellow flower. Oh, okay. What kind of bug? One I hadn't seen before. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Do you want more details? Yeah. Uh, it was a brown bug I hadn't seen before. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. On more details. Yes. It was a brown bug with black spots that I hadn't seen before. Right. That's short on content this week, remember? On more details, it was a brown bug with black spots and a shiny, glossy wing casing. Right. And it was about as close as my oh, half, half, half of my thumb, which doesn't help because not many people here know the size of my thumb. <laughs> No, they do not. That would be like an average man's thumb, possibly a little on the slim side. Right. Which, which if it is, possibly the only part of my whole body that is, funnily enough. But, yeah, so it was, it was quite it – was, it was like two centimetres by one and three-quarter centimetres. Right. Maybe two and a half – maybe two and a half by one and three-quarter. And where was this bug? On a little – on a yeah, yellow flowered tree. Like a tree with these little, t- little tiny yellow flowers on it. Oh, okay. And surrounded by bees. Right. Cool. Bees. You know, so the photos of the bees, too. I was out location scouting. We love for, bees. For my project. Hmm? We love bees. Bees. But I've, I actually got a photo with my iPhone, right, hmm. of a bee holding this tiny little flower's pollen with its, with its claws, with its feet. He's yeah. holding it and bringing it to his mouth and chewing on it. Yeah, right. We were eating a meat pie or <laughs> like a you know, hamburger. 
Yeah, it's got it's got its hand like that and putting it into its mouth with an iPhone. Wow! Yeah, pretty amazing. Uh, so I was out location scouting. Yep. And uh, well, I was said I was having a tough week. I was sitting at home. I was just going absolutely stir crazy. So I thought, well, I'll go and I'll I'll do something proactive. So I went for this big drive out. There's a beautiful day, and I found this old abandoned bridge, which looks pretty cool. So I span around, parked closest to it, and as I walked up to it, it was surrounded by blackberries or blackberry bushes. Right. And all the blackberry bushes had beautiful, fresh, ripe blackberries on them. Oh, lovely. I, mean, oh, I just I just gorged myself. That made me in the sunshine, <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere, chomping on blackberries. I actually started feeling pretty good for a little while. Eh? So, yeah, well, and this bridge is pretty cool. It's been abandoned, I don't know, it was probably like, 20 or 30 years, but it, but it's an old bridge as well. It's like an old sandstone bridge. So, right. so that's pretty cool. And uh, and this, this tree was growing out of the bridge, and these bugs and uh, this bug and these um and these bees and ladybirds, ladybugs. There were ladybugs yep. on there as well. Uh, all over this tree that was growing in the middle of a bridge. Wow! It wasn't it wasn't growing in the middle of the bridge in a nice way. Oh, okay. It wasn't artistically growing. In a pleasing flattery. It wasn't like having like the the Wanaka tree. You know the Wanaka yeah, tree. Yes, I do. Wanaka tree in the middle of the bridge would have been perfect. Yeah. Or like, or like an apple tree. An apple tree would have been good. Yeah. Nicely shaped one. It wasn't like that. It was just a mess of like, bush. Uh, like so much of Australia's scrubby trees are. <laughs> but that was that's, that's the cool location. I think I might be able to do something, if not for this project, but at some stage, I might take El Kiddo out and shoot her on the bridge and yeah. Yep, the sunset, something like that. It was pretty cool. So I was out location scouting. I sort of hunted around, took a few photos of potential locations. None of them, not. I would say, if I added up all the photos I got together, um, I probably took, I don't know, maybe thirty or forty photos that day. Right. Not. I still think they add up to thirty-one minutes, Bruce. <laughs> Thinking about it, yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think we pushed. Pushing hard to go, no, maybe one minute. So what you're saying is, I put in more effort this week than you did. That's that's really well, what you're saying. I put Forty times the effort in <laughs> as you did, with a thousand times more efficiency. <laughs> I, did, I didn't actually do the maths because it was just sprung on me, but well, it was it was pretty darn decent efficiency. I'll give you that. So, so I was out doing that today. That was uh, was uh, this week, I should say. It's one thing I've been doing. There was something else. That, oh, I bought a gimbal. Oh, right. I bought a DJI Osmo Mobile 3 gimbal for my phone. Oh, okay, cool. So you can do, like, little walkie selfie videos. So, so selfie, you can do, like, yeah, facing forwards as you walk. And the, yep. you know, the scene that's in front of you, not necessarily pointing yep. at you. Because this project I'm doing for Tamron Japan next month, um, well, actually, it's this month now, isn't it? It's February. It's February. Uh, I think yep. they're being shipped, hoping the, the goods are being shipped tonight. I've got to have a video guy with me filming some stuff. But the problem in the last couple of ones I've done for them, I could only, they, the budget only allows a video guy to be there one, maybe two days at most. Yeah, and I'm right. shooting 15, 20 days of shooting. Yeah. You know? So, when it comes to doing the video at the end, it's so disjointed because the images you've got yeah. aren't anything. So what I thought I could do, if I get a gimbal and shoot some decent quality, you know, even just short little bits of footage on my phone, yeah. I can give it to the video guy for him to include. Yeah. Yeah. But hope 
they'll sort of flesh out. Uh, and it was forty dollars off, so it was down to only hundred twenty nine dollars delivered. Nice, which, uh, which was a gimbal, a tripod, um, beautiful case for it, the whole stuff. Yeah, it was a bit of a bargain. Yeah. Sweet. So I was, I was rather pleased with that. So that's a DJI one and uh, built incredibly well. Yep. And uh, I did one other thing this week. I joined Clubhouse. What is Clubhouse? So last week, Bruce, you really are. <laughs> um, so Clubhouse is the latest and greatest social media startup. But right. at the moment, it's only by information only. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, it's completely different in that it's not photo it's not video it's not text it's basically just live chat rooms oh okay but people sitting around talking around the clubhouse hence the name i think Uh, so as an example today i've been watching and listening you're not watching yet listening to a bunch of different photography related ones and everyone can be involved to be involved in the chat you can talk and be part of it or you can just simply sit and listen yeah, so right. one of them does listen to it, people discussing each other's Instagram um, pages and what they liked and what they disliked and uh, and, and giving them tips on what they did to improve theirs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you and that, so that was pretty. That, yeah, yeah. After the first twenty or thirty people saying the same stuff, like oh, 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 you guys are all awesome. Oh, oh I love all oh, your pages, fantastic. I love you. Oh, I love your use of color. And then they'd go, the typical, oh, you know, oh, compared to you guys' work, this is, this is nothing, and, and all the, you know, the humble drag. <laughs> yeah. But Clubhouse is this, is this thing, and it's all sorts of topics. It's not just photography, or there's video ones, there's movies, there's relationships, there's stock market, there's Bitcoin, there's all kinds of, you know, you can start a topic on anything you want, basically. Right. You start the room, start talking, and hope someone shows up. Um, right. Or you can invite people to, but I thought it could be a good thing for you to do on Darktable. Oh, okay. If there's a reasonable amount of photographers on there, and I think it's only going to build with photographers and or creative content type people, and a lot of them are some are very, very, very good, but some, some a lot of them are of the lower skill level or lack of knowledge when it comes to post work. I thought maybe you could host a a, a weekly or something dark table chat. I even crazily thought we could do an episode of the podcast live. Oh, okay. Yeah, and take people's talks yeah, and chat live questions and they can, but who knows yeah, the, the, the ideas out there. So um, if you're interested, I'll send you, I'll send you an invitation to look up, but I thought yeah. maybe a good, good thing for you to do your dark table Content and connections, and um, be the dark table king on Clubhouse. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, so I've just been and, and the things like you know, how to improve your social media stuff, and there's also and there's all stuff about SEO. So if someone actually was starting a business and wanted guidance from people who are in the same field who've done stuff, probably at their own le- at the same level as them, it's quite a could be quite a good resource, maybe you know. Yeah, right. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's out there for people who want to uh, start to have a bit of a look at called Clubhouse. Cool. But, uh, so I spent a yeah, hours just sort of listening listening to that. So that's been my week. It was a good excuse to lay on the bed, close my eyes, and pretend to be working. Right. <laughs> it's been, <laughs> you know, been yarn eventful. Right. 
Nice. Excellent. All right. Well, what do you got on your list to chat about? So how long have we? How long have we left for? How long have we been going 20, for? 25 minutes. Well, that's nearly half the podcast, Bruce. That's right. The podcast can be shorter than an hour. It doesn't have to go that long. Yeah, that was that was the gold right there. We've yeah, we've hit, <laughs> hit it's all, it's all down. No, we've got some stuff to talk about. I, I saw that um, Nikon or Nikon, depending on where you're from, are closing two of their three factories that make lenses in Japan. Wow! And already announced closure of their camera manufacturing in Japan. What? That's all being sent to Thailand. Oh, wow. I don't even know how much of it's going to be sent to Thailand because they're looking at a, a 59% reduction in costs. Yikes. More than just getting someone else to make somebody else's robot or your robot in another country to make it for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so that, that was, I thought, kind of, um, kind of interesting. And so then I, did, I, I hadn't heard of them talking about them um, stop, or you haven't announced they weren't going to be making cameras in Japan anymore. Yeah, right. Who knows? Interesting. So we keep we're keeping an eye on Nikon quite heavily at the moment. So and at the uh, moment, is all of their manufacturing done in Japan, or is it sort of spread around? So they, they, they already have factories. I don't know how many or how big or well. But I know they do make stuff in Thailand already. So right. um, in fact, looking at the comments on uh, Peter's Pixels. Yep. It says, all my Z lenses, or Z lenses, except the 85, are made in Thailand and are the sharpest of over the uh, of the over 30 Nikons I've owned. Right. They just put this really bizarre WIW. That 85mm Z is made in China. That's interesting, isn't it? I think that means uh, for what it works. No, for what it's worth. Yep. But come on, it's more fun to make that different tool <laughs> what the acronym means. <laughs> Follow, follow, I don't know. But what contraction of the market? Someone saying, still with this story. Uh, is it, it? It is since the days of the D six hundred and D eight hundred that the US and European market has been have been disgraced. What's this guy talking about? What? They continue to make fun of people about replacements, and then with the appearance of Sony and the steady sales of Canon, they began to shrink. With the new Z. They have not convinced, and now they have begun to close. First South America, and now two-thirds in Japan. Get out of my mind once and for all. That guy's got some issues. <laughs> I think so. He did bring up, strangely as he is, he did bring up the fact that we, we announced last year that they were closing, they weren't doing anything in South America anymore. Nikon, yeah. all, all sales Nikon in South America, gone. And remember, we said last week, I think it was the week before, uh, no sales in England because of Brexit, yeah. supposedly. So, whoosh, uh, so um, wow. interesting stuff. And then, so, say it, but Nikon is a dead man walking, someone hears this. <laughs> yeah. Interesting stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd like to break into the podcast briefly to mention that we now have a Patreon account. If you get any value at all from our photographic giggle fest each week we'd really appreciate it if you could spare a couple of bucks a month just to help keep the servers running the link will be in the show notes much appreciated now back to the podcast i was, I was on the um indiegogo earlier yeah and i saw a 360 360 a 360 degree door cam a doorbell Oh, okay. 
And I was thinking, but hang on a sec, won't that be seeing the wall? Yeah. <laughs> but so uh, just no. <laughs> still trying to work. No, because it's 180 that way and 180 that way. It's not. Otherwise, it'd be 720 to do a full circle, wouldn't it? I have no idea. In, uh, as a as a globe, it'd be a wouldn't it be three seven twenty anyway? Uh, but it looks kind of interesting. It can see everything because it's you know, it's, not, it's a much wider angle view, a much higher angle view than like a ring doorbell. Uh, and it's got a radar, so it, and you can see the distance the radar goes to. So if like cars and stuff goes by or people walk up and down with their dogs, it won't get triggered because it, the radar goes to a certain spot. So I thought that was. Uh, that was pretty cool, but I got very confused about it. So if someone could explain the maths of 360 not seeing the wall behind it. The only thing I can think of, uh, did you have a link for this? Because there's no link in... Uh, no, no, I didn't bother talking about it. I wasn't even going to mention it, but I pressed the, the button the only on thing that I can think of that makes any sense is if you consider that the base of the camera is yeah. vertical against the wall... And the 360 degrees is looking down at the ground, up the sides, and over above it. Yeah. That's the only so thing left I can and think right. of. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's all I, was, all I was saying. So it's me. hemispherical. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did see if someone's got a little bit of spare time on their hand, mm -hmm. the, the Royal Photographic Society has released their journals online for free. Wow. Or 165 years of it. Wow. If you've got a little bit of time on your hands, <laughs> and, uh, you want to read photography from the earliest of days all the way through, and then you can see where Nikon went wrong. <laughs> That's 165 years of photographic magazine. I think it would be worth it just for all the ads. Fascinating to see the early stuff. It really would. It'd be yeah. Yeah, so cool to, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, flash powder, three for, three, for, three for a pound or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then just see how, how, the, how the industry changes via advertising. It'd actually be a fab, fab, fascinating thing to go through and make a book just out of the adverts. Yeah. Yeah, all the way through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do I Number ones. What do I write number ones for? Oh, there we go. Olympus are claiming... That they have the number one market share in Japan. Really? Lens mount sales. Okay. Or micro four thirds, I should say, has Japan's number one market share among all lens mounts. Wow. But apparently, there's 56 different companies using micro four thirds, which I was uh, wow. uh, unaware of. Yeah. But, uh, and Japan. Japan claims a market share of 21.7%, the most of any single lens mount in the... Right. Uh, in, so I guess it kind of makes sense, because if you think about Canon, they've got their crop sensor, th yeah, they've got their 35mm, they've got their uh, mirrorless, they're all different lens mounts. Yeah. Yeah, they might have more volume, but not on each individual mount. Not on one particular mount type. Yeah. On Sony's the same. I guess they've got their APS-C and their 35mm. Well, it, it's not so much that because they, they have APS-C and and 35mm both in E-mount, but you still have A-mount as well as the new E-mount. Yeah, it's still considered a different mount, I guess. Yeah. Is where the, I think it's very 
cleverly manipulated data by Olympus yes. to make themselves sad. <laughs> but yeah, kudos. If that's all they can do that's good, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a bit interesting. Uh, what else do I have? Do I, do I have something else in there? Number one. You did. Oh, can't, can't get my thing to open. It's open now. It's okay. Porn flakes. That's right. Right. Now, did you know that there's a rumor going around, and I've been, I've been trying to verify it tonight. It's, it's very hard to Google this stuff up um, without getting, yeah. You know, bombarded with other stuff, but apparently Dr. Kellogg of Kellogg's fame invented the cornflakes to stop people masturbating. <laughs> right. I think he failed. <laughs> he believed that uh, meat, red meat, and uh, strong flavoursome sauces spiced up the blood and got people... A little bit more, well, shall we say, uh, uh, interested in looking at themselves a bit more closely. <laughs> As a bland diet of something like cornflakes would reduce that. Right. So this comedian has come out. She started a a, um, a Kickstarter project of herself <laughs> pretending to be masturbating next to a bowl of cornflakes. <laughs> and she's called Cornflakes. And right. she goes, I'm desperate, no income, I'm skint, please, someone buy me book. <laughs> um, and I, sadly to say, um, it hasn't been backed. Uh, right. but, which is, uh, she only wanted a 500-pound goal. It's 22 hours to go, so uh, <laughs> there's time for me and you to back it, Bruce, but no one else. That's um, it. And she, she's short. But it starts off, I'm an out-of-work comedian throughout 2020. You could say I've had some time, uh, some times on my hands. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty funny, comedian. So when I read that cornflakes were invented to prevent people masturbating, my twisted little mind ran off and did this. I also feel like the images are a strong representation of my year, eating cereal while self-isolating. <laughs> <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite funny. And yeah, um, book is just a series of images. Printed images. Look at that. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of isolation, I got an email the other day from Model Mayhem, and I've not been active on Model Mayhem in months. And it was from a model. I'll say model in air quotes uh, from Prague, suggesting a remote photo shoot. (laughs) That's you. I think she sent this out to, like, hundreds of photographers. I don't think it was just sent to me. Uh, and basically what she was saying was, I've got a really good bedroom and, you know, this, this flat that she lives in. It's really good. It's got good light, good good big windows, blah, blah, blah. She's got a Nikon DSLR of some description. I can't remember the model number. Uh, and basically what she was suggesting was that she would set the camera up at the photographer's discretion yeah uh, and that she had some piece of software that could allow you to take the photos and and you're basically interacting via a scoop a zoom or a skype video call kind of thing and she would pose in her flat (laughs) i thought yeah no i don't think i'll bother It sounds way too hard. You've got no idea what kind of lenses she's got. And... Oh, right, because that's, that's the overriding factor, of course, Bruce, and what kind of lenses she's got. <laughs> well, but just... I'm just... thinking of her clientele. 
might not be as fussy as humans. Yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Not amazing. I hadn't even thought of that company in years. It's amazing. Yeah. Pop up and you forgotten all about them. The website is still just as awful as it always was. <laughs> it is atrocious. I did see whilst I, was on, whilst I was on Indiegogo and Kickstarter, the amount of people not managing to fulfil their desires to become a photographer by having <laughs> people back them to buy gear to become a photographer. Right. <laughs> the, saddest, the saddest of them all was yeah. this one guy who's desperate to learn more about photography and wanted to do a 30-pound course on photography, and he had to fundraise for it, and he got nothing. <laughs> 30 quid. 30 quid. <laughs> well, I've got to say, the number of places, you know, teaching institutions, universities, you name it, that have been offering all of their resources pretty much for free for the last 15 months. You'd be crazy to think that anyone's going to give you money so you can go out and buy training. I think I think it might have been that he had to, he had to pay for the internet access to, to Prague. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure whether that was the fee that arrived. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was, he was to, to educated on remote photography. Yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's it for me. We got an email from Carl Hemmings last week. We did, we did. And he said, welcome back, Glenn and Bruce. Interesting talk on Flash Sync. Would you believe my very old, probably 12-year-old, Nikon D40 consumer DSLR could sync at a 500th as well? It's only 6 megapixels, but it's quite good for an 8x10. I occasionally take it out when I really want to travel light and I don't want the bulk of a full-frame body and weight but want the functionality of a DSLR. Regards, Carl. And wait for what? The weight of the camera. Oh! And like, I don't want to... And wait! <laughs> no, I see what you're saying. Um, and the, and see, he sent the, us some the photos. D, the D70 was the same. So for, right. for, quite a, for a period of time, I'm going to say eight, ten years ago, D70s were quite popular on eBay to be bought because of that. So right. it was like the highest spec version of his camera, and anyone who's getting into you know, strobe stuff, off-camera flash stuff, um, were looking at buying D70s for that specific reason because nothing else could do it. Yeah, right. Um, I haven't seen that for a long time, but something bizarre. The, I think it's the, I don't think the 40 did it, but the 50 and 70 definitely did it. And um, why it stopped, I have no idea. No, well, Carl's saying he's he's got the D40 and, and it does do it. Oh, and he's, so the 40, 50, okay, 40, yeah. 40, 50, and 70 had it then. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And then, I mean, we're talking, that, that's their entry level. The D70, mind you, the D70 was, uh, was probably the highest end amateur camera at the time. Right. Uh, and even quite a lot, yeah, because, yeah, they're expensive back 10 odd years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it was, or more. And so that, 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 that D seventy was still quite a desirable camera uh, back in them days. So, yeah, but yes, I don't know why they stopped doing it? But it sort of fell over, and yeah, I'm sure there's a reason. I just don't know what it is. I saw a great post today on the Sony Alpha Facebook group, uh, and I'm just scrolling back to see if I can find it right now. It was basically someone uh, said Sony is rumored to release another. 
five cameras in the next two months or two cameras in the next five months or something uh and what do you think it'll be or, or what would you want and one guy came back and said an a1 mark ii with a thousand <laughs> megapixels and 16k raw capture at 240 frames a second and it'll only be 1200 dollars. and then he said just so we can see all these internet experts have uh something to whinge about how they missed the mark <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. So why would, why would the spec it so low as 16K? It'd be 32K at the very least, <laughs> if not 64K. Yeah, so it was very funny. Anyway, My but, mate Martin in Germany has been out shooting with the A1 this week, so I, don't oh, know, really? I haven't seen it. He hasn't been able to post any images except for him holding it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's having a, a fine old time with it. He's, he was out at nighttime shooting, so he's obviously trying to get check the low light. Yep. capabilities but he's had one in his hot little hand all the week so nice lucky bugger i'm sure mark gayler will be uh getting his hands on one if he hasn't already so yeah. you, should, you should get him on yeah. should should Good. all right matey that's it for another week how'd, how'd we go time-wise uh good enough 45 minutes some may say too much <laughs> <laughs> me Many may say too much. You never know. That's right. All right. Well, that's it. I'm done. You're done. We're done. It's done. That's it. And uh, next week. Uh, If I can, I may be away. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe I'll reach out to Joe and see if Joe wants to step in. I'll hold hold on to that one time for sure because I might be out shooting with this new kit. Yep. And I might be away to shoot with it, but I won't know until things arrive and until things firm up. So it might be the week after. Fair enough. We'll keep up with it. Hold on that just in case. Excellent. All right, mate, we'll talk to you when we talk to you. You will. Bye, everyone. <laughs> See ya. Shutters Inc. Another audio2.com quality podcast. For questions, comments, and feedback, email the boys at shuttersinpodcast.com.